morning, crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We've got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto, Billy, the chart analysis expert, and NFT Tones will be joining us later in the episode, so very excited for today. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how Ticketmaster is gearing up to launch NFTs all across the country, as a new deal with Flow Blockchain will allow NFL teams to issue tickets via NFTs. Chainlink has connections to Google, Microsoft, and Amazon as a potential overledger service provider. Well, oh, I'm getting a vicious echo here. Let me just mute you, NFT Tones. Let me mute you, Johnny, and then we will continue. Gold is looking increasingly bearish as crypto lender Nexo is showing a strong performance during the bear market, saying they will be buying back company tokens over the next six months. The United States is actively working on a CBDC solution, stating a test program will go live this fall. With connections to XRP and Hedera Hashgraph, we show our listeners how the world of finance is in the process of evolution. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So we have so much news for today. I may just get this thing rocking and rolling, but we got to go to the introductions first. NFT Tones, you butchered it. I had to mute you during the live stream. May as well go to you first. How you feel, my friend? Oh, you got to unmute yourself, bro. Can't hear you. I'm doing good. I'm excited for uh, the Ticketmaster news, and uh, I'm excited to get right into this thing. Awesome. Billy, we're coming to you next, man. I see you got the Diamond Hands gear on. They call you the Shock Jock. It used to be Johnny K. What's on your mind, Billy? What's up, fam? I miss the shit out of you guys, man. It's been crazy busy trying to build uh, this course out in the academy. We go live on Monday with it, so I'm excited to get that taken care of. But, man, it's, it's great to be here. I miss the shit out of you guys. And you know it. I am going to shock Chuck everybody all the time. <laughs> awesome, Billy. And we're going to Johnny Crypto. Johnny Crypto, you got the orange sleeveless on the, this morning, so the attention is on you, my friend. How are you feeling on this Friday? And thanks for joining us, as always. Nah, I'm feeling like the sun. I love the orange-yellow color. It's a beautiful thing. Hopefully, everybody's doing well. Good morning to all the warrior maniacs out there who show up every day. We love you guys, and we can't wait to jump into it. We got some really, really good news today. Awesome, and let's dive into this thing the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. But we're going to dive into the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index as we are in extreme fear this today, sitting at a 25, typical for what we're seeing in the price action as we are barely above $1 trillion this morning. We are at $1 trillion flat. Bitcoin is 39% dominance. Ethereum is about 20%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at $20,300 this morning. Ethereum is $1,600. XRP is $0.33. Cents. Cardano is $0.46. Cents. Chainlink is $7. And we're going to talk about some connections with Chainlink potentially being an overledger system connecting Google, Amazon, and Microsoft. So Chainlink is a project we're going to be keeping an eye on. We've got VeChain at $0.2.5 cents this morning. Quant at $95. And just for the fun of it, Gala is $0.05. Cents. Johnny Crypto a lot of bearish price action in the markets today. Somebody is asking us about the XRP and HBAR news. Believe me, we are going to connect the dots. It is not FUD. I promise you that. But, Johnny, what are some of the projects you're watching this morning? 
what XRP and H bar news? I have no idea what these guys are talking about. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, no, listen, um, right now I, I love bearish. Uh, for me, the bearish time is the best time, right? That's where we're collecting and accumulating to get ready for the next bullish. So it's, it's really going to be, I think, a year of bearishness. I think we're going to have plenty of opportunity to continue to dollar cost average. But that's what I'm doing. In fact, you know, I picked up some gala. Couple days ago, picked up some Solana. I bought some Solana. I'm like, you know what? Everybody and their mother's going into Solana. They got the Solana phone coming out. Some, you know, I'm like, eh, I'm gonna put a little Solana in the bags right now, just to have it there, just in case. You know, I don't want to. Like I say, you got to have horses in this race. I don't know which horse is gonna win. I don't have no favorites. I don't. Eh, I'm very emotional when it comes to which which ones. I just gotta have them. They gotta be in my bag. Gotta be in my stable. And uh, and then later on, we'll see which ones I end up falling in love with. Awesome, Johnny. And we got over 110 live listeners joining us on this Friday. If you're enjoying this content, show us some love. Smash that like button. We are going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics. And right now, we have a Bitcoin price chart. I want to kick it to Billy here. Billy, they try you the call, they call you the chart analysis expert. And when I'm looking at the Bitcoin price chart here, not only is the RSI historically low, but we have completed a typical regression for a bear market cycle. What are some of the things that you're looking for? And are you bullish on Bitcoin over these next couple of months? Right now, I'm, I'm I'm bullish all the way around. Uh, the, the market's going to have a, a little dip right now. Even in the, the S&P 500, we had our dip around 390, which was a good bounce off the trend line. This is a nice looking chart. If you just look at the trend line, along with the, SR, the RSI, SR, I can't even talk this morning. You put the RSI with that trend line. I mean, you have an ascending wedge sitting there. So you have a rising uh, platform. As long as that volume can maintain on that trend line, I think we'll be good for, for a little while. I, I think we're going to have volume come in. But I don't think we're going to stay that way. So it's going to be interesting to see how much we pump up during this time. Billy, one thing that I want to ask you is everybody's calling for these new lower lows, stating that Bitcoin is either going to go somewhere between ten dollars and $14,000. Could that happen just through regular price action? Or are we going to need some sort of catastrophic event to reach those new lows? I think we need some kind of catastrophic catastrophic event for that to happen, for us to break that that platform uh, because of where everyone's price is when, when they got in. So if, if there's a major dump somewhere and then it causes that, then you will see a mass exodus. But you're going to need something to happen for it to have that, to break that plane, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that definitely does. NFT Tones, I want to kick it to you, my friend. We're showing a chart from the blockchain backer stating that we've completed the necessary bear market regression for this thing to bottom out. Bitcoin, it looks like it's due for a recovery pump. What are some of the projects that you're watching? And is there any news you want to fill our listeners in on? So the projects I'm watching are like Gala and uh, Splinterlands more specifically right now, because I have high hopes in the future with everything they're doing. I'm also paying attention to Myra because they have their nodes releasing soon. I feel like this is a great potential time to start uh, looking at what coins you want to buy and what coins you think could uh, further potentially go down because I, if Gala goes down to one cent, I'm buying ten thousand Gala. No, no doubt in my mind, I might even buy a hundred thousand Gala. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't take much if you were going to buy ten thousand Gala. That would only be a hundred bucks NFT tone. So, if Gala was one penny, I would definitely be stocking Gala. I'm looking at Gala right now at five cents, and it looks like a great buy to me, Johnny. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on Gala before we dive into our articles. I mean, you're probably coming to the wrong person. I'm super biased on Gala. I absolutely love them. It's my number one gaming play. I've got my bags loaded with them and continue to dollar cost average into them on a monthly basis. So I absolutely love Gala. I think they've got such a big head start in the gaming space. They've raised a shit ton of money. I really, really like what they're doing. Um, 
and I, actually, as you know, full disclosure, we have some of their nodes in, in our in our PCA uh, company as well. So, yeah, we really, really believe in it. And that's not true. Everybody here is an amazing leader in the academy. Um, any, we all have different skill sets and talents, and, and that's what makes our team so great and why you should click on the links below and think about joining the 3T Academy. We've got free – there's no excuse. We have a free Discord. You can come in and join us and check us out. Then when you're ready to level up, then you come and actually, you know, cough a few bucks up, come join the academy, and then you end up getting to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. You can meet with us, you know, one-on-one as well. Um, but there's group chats and things like that that we're always talking within the Mighty Networks uh, Academy. So you should really come and check that out. Uh, that's where all the real stuff, the magic happens and how we kind of figure out how to position ourselves going forward. Mindset, health, wealth, all of it's there. Come check it out, 3T Academy. Awesome. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we're going back to you, NFT Tones, because we have a live update on the XRP Ledger. The 14-day clock starts today for NFTs on the XRP Ledger. They are going to be issued on September 13th, 2022. Currently, the validator votes have exceeded 80%, sitting at 82.8% in favor of NFTs being added to the XRPL. NFT Tones, we talk about competitors through it to Ethereum continuing to gain dominance. How do you feel about XRP launching NFTs? And what could that mean for the blockchain as a whole? I feel like this is huge because XRP is very, very efficient. So I feel like this is going to be really, really big news. And I mean, we partly already saw some NFTs coming to XRP, but now I think this is going to make a bigger strive and push to the XRP network. And I think we'll see many more NFT projects come to XRP now. Yes, and we're anticipating Flare Networks coming out as well. So there's a lot of new use cases coming to the XRPL. What are some of the things that you're anticipating NFT Tones as an Ethereum, uh, not an Ethereum pr provider, but somebody who uses Ethereum NFTs? What are you anticipating when NFTs are actually launched on the XRPL? What are going to be some of the competitive advantages to shift people away from Ethereum and onto these other blockchains? Well, they have cheaper gas, uh, cheaper gas prices. They also have, I feel like, an advantage because they can handle a lot. So what I mean by this is they handle a lot of transactions per second. And I feel like that it will be very beneficial for NFTs in those transactions because for, as a gamer, you need, you need to allow these transactions to go and work fast. And if they're not working fast, then you're going to cause a disruption in the whole network. So it's very, very important that all these things have to work together for it to be a substantial economy for an economy to come out of it thank you nft tones and we're actually showing a chart right now comparing gold right now from august of 2022 present day to august of 2011 through 2013 after this gold went into a continual bear market we're showing a very similar structure i want to get some opinions from billy and johnny k here i know that you guys are advocates of, well actually i don't want to say that i know that you're advocates of primary assets right like some of these assets like johnny you said that the gold coin can still buy a suit today as it could a hundred years ago. How do you feel about this gold price chart? And then we'll kick it to Billy. Yeah, the gold price chart, I never really focus on. I don't care about it because I know that gold is a natural inflation against the dollar. So it doesn't matter what it's doing because it's always going to buy me the same value. Um, this is a great way to look at what the dollar, the valuation of dollars. That's how you should really think about it. Is the dollar going to buy me more? Or is the dollar going to buy me less? That's really the way um, I would think about it. I would not think about it as gold is going down. No. Gold is gold. Gold is, as Yusko said, the great one. Gold is the only real money. Everything else is just debt. And that's how you should continue to look at it until we have another real true monetary system. So charts, I ignore them. doesn't matter to me. I keep stacking gold because 
it's really the only real true money. Billy, I'm not sure if you had any comments there. If not, we can roll right into our next article. No, 100% agree with Johnny. It's not a, it's not a short-term hold. It's a long-term type deal. Awesome. And we're going to dive into our first article for today, which is that Ticketmaster, a massive, massive influencer in the NFT space. They are going to be launching a, sorry, I want to start that over. Ticketmaster giant Ticketmaster chooses Flow Blockchain to push NFTs. This is going to be huge for NFT development as Flow Blockchain has partnered with the NFL to issue tickets for every single Sunday starting next NFL season. So Ticketmaster has minted more than 5 million NFTs using Flow's blockchain. Ticketmaster will allow event organizers to issue NFTs using Flow's blockchain. Organizers will be able to mint NFTs before, during, and after an event so they can represent tickets or memorabilia, VIP access, and rewards as well. The report notes that ticketing agency has already minted 5 million NFTs via the Flow Network. We went in and checked out the Flow Network. Relatively small cryptocurrency, only a $2 billion market cap, but it does have an infinite token supply. Johnny Crypto, I want to start with you here, and then we'll kick it to NFT Tones. What are some of your thoughts on this development that the NFTs, that the NFL is going to be launching NFTs next season for ticket sales? Well, so when I started getting into crypto and started researching it, um, two of the key areas I wanted to play in outside of the standard stuff that everybody's in was uh, the metaverse and gaming space in the NFT space. And so I packed my bags with engine and flow is those are the two main, if you will, NFT kind of creations of creators. So I love flow and this news right here has me loving flow even more. Uh, and what's great about flow is you can, you can stake it on Kraken. Um, so I love flow. I'm not surprised. I, I knew flow had some really good connections or we're working on them, but when you make a connection with the NFL, now you're hitting it big time. And guys, like, it's so funny. I can't, I wish I had a fast forward button so we can go to 2028 or 2029 or 2030 to see which one. And I think you're going to see like things like flow and H bar and, you know, some of these other things with quant are going to be driving, are going to be some of the key blockchains and technologies driving the world. Right. And it's so cool that we get to buy them now when nobody even knows what they have. I forgot what flow is even going at right now. What's that? Four or five bucks? Two dollars. Two dollars. There you go. Yes. I mean, like, how do you not pack your bags with it? It's going to be one of those things that I think is going to be, what's the number one thing you keep hearing about? Tokenization. We're going to tokenize everything. Guess what? Flow and, and Engine are going to be the leaders to help do that. So it's going to be very exciting. Billy, something that was interesting is the NFL had originally planned to partner with Polygon to launch these NFTs, but after speaking with the Flow ecosystem, they decided to launch it on Flow's blockchain. Flow is already working with the NFL via a partnership to offer NFL all-day passes and NFT sales in the future starting in 2022. Most of these things are going to be NFTs in the future. Airplane tickets, sporting events, whatever you want to call it, receipts, they're going into NFTs. And to see Flow be a part of that, I think that's something our listeners should take into consideration. How do you feel about the Flow blockchain? Even if you know nothing about it, what does it mean to you that the NFL has chosen them to launch their NFTs? Yeah, I don't know a lot about the Flow blockchain, but for them to be chosen says a lot, number one. But just think about the experience this brings to, to the consumer. Um, think about all the, the scalping tickets that won't, happen anymore you're not gonna be able to sit outside the stadium and sell tickets or buy a, a huge amount of tickets and then overprice them uh when you have an nft of a certain player think about the things that'll come along with that you know private parties different uh jerseys signed jerseys there's there's so much more that you will get as far as being a fan that you would never get with just a regular ticket at Ticketmaster. so i think it's going to open us up to a completely new world and i think it's going to be also a completely 
different type of influx of money back to, let's say, the players, the organizations that we as fans will give up for different experiences. And what's even more interesting is that the NFL is not the only organization launching NFTs starting this year. Dapper Labs, also known as Flow, is leveraging NBA Top Shot NFTs as well as UFC Strike NFTs. NFT Tones, I'm going to kick it to you. What does all this news mean to you? And how do you feel about the mass adoption of NFTs happening through the sporting industry? Yeah, all I'm going to say is I said this was going to happen. I called it and look what's happening. So, I mean, I've said it before. I've known that entertainment sector is going to go this way. I've said that tickets are going to become NFTs. I, I'm not even surprised that memorabilia is going to become NFTs because it's something that you can always keep in your wallet and then sell later on if you don't want to hold down to it anymore. And what's cool is I think that this will really change the way people think about NFTs now because a major partnership has been formed and it's for tickets. And I think people are going to understand that now that you can buy these tickets, they actually kind of hold some value because usually you get a movie ticket or something, you might end up throwing it away. Well, now you always have that kind of memory. So it's really, really interesting to see what kind of things can be done here. And it'll be interesting to see how people actually use these tickets to maybe do private parties or other stuff or give away free items. Another unique aspect of these NFTs after reading about it a little bit more is that, for example, if I bought a front row seat to the NBA finals, I would be able to take videos of the game from my seat upload them and connect them to my NFT. And then in the future, when my token is sold, the people will also get the video that I took as well as the NFT. So there's going to be tons of new use cases coming in and we're here and we're going to be watching, but we have 146 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Warriors smash that like button. We're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto related topics. And right now we have a chain link tweet connecting Google, Microsoft, and Amazon Two chain links overledger system. This is something we've talked about continually on our channel. Quant is a typical overledger that we always refer to, but Chainlink is another major competitor in the industry. And all of these companies are going to need an overledger system to connect their data and information. Chainlink, that could be the solution. Billy, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. We're seeing it here. The biggest names in the world are connected to Chainlink's overledger system. What does that mean to you, Billy? Uh, it means they're going to be a player in the game. You're not going to deal with those kind of people and be working with them and not have a space uh, within the game. Uh, I know they operate a little differently than Quant. I know BitBoy was talking about it on the show uh, the other day when he was on, but I believe the Quant is going to handle more of the financial communication, if I'm if I'm right. Uh, and then Chainlink will handle the other side of it. So it's just like out here, you know, there's never going to be one player in one thing ever. You're always going to have multiple things going on. Uh, Chainlink, I'm, I'm bullish on Chainlink. I'm still, I, I love Quant. Quant's going to be my one, but I do have some Chainlink. So yeah, it'd be foolish not to hedge your bet across the board. It's going to be very interesting to see this overledger system play out. Johnny Crypto, me and you, we always talk about Quant, but Chainlink has that same potential to be connecting these billion-dollar companies to one another. What are some of the things that you're looking for when you're comparing Quant and Chainlink, and how do you feel about Chainlink overall? It's only $7 a token, but it does have a relatively large market cap. That's why I got both horses in my race. I got them both in my stable. I don't care who wins. I got them both. Um, But what I look for in them is the relationships. The relationships are the most important. Uh, what I'm really fascinated by is, you know, you, you almost want to dig deeper to be like, okay, what's the relationship between the quant owners and all these companies? And, and I don't think we've done that. That's That would be an interesting deep dive that we should, you know, we'll continue to look into. Um, but to me, when you look at this chart right here, I mean, it's very impressive. And as Billy said, 
totally agree 100%. If they're going to be a player, they're going to coexist. Uh, and, and, and it almost feels to me, I wonder if Quant and Chainlink are going to kind of go in two different areas or, or, or kind of maybe merge together at some point. It would be smart if they did because I think you're going to see, yeah, exactly. It's going to be like the Oracle of connecting data. It's going to be huge. And uh, I actually just bought some more the other day. At this pricing, you, you, I mean, I think I was 6 $7. It makes sense. Uh, so I'm going to continue to pack my bags on Chainlink because I really believe that they've got some key relationships. And when you start forming with the big boys like that, the Googles of the world, like I said, God, I wish I could fast forward to 2030. It's going to be great when we get there. I mean, we may be talking about these companies, you know, these these blockchains and these things being worth hundreds of dollars compared to, or maybe even thousands, kind of like what Amazon did, right? Say the $17. You all know my story. I don't have to say it again. But the $17 is now worth 3000 I feel like some of these blockchains are going to have exactly that same potential. And that's why I'm super excited about the crypto market. And two of those blockchains are Ripple XRP and Hedera Hashgraph. We're going to dive into some news right around those two blockchains in this very article as a think tank launching a technical sandbox exploring United States digital currencies is centered around these two currencies. We've got Ripple and Hedera Hashgraph in this article, so stay tuned to find out. A United States think tank has launched a technical sandbox aimed at advancing and exploring the potential United States CBDC. The new program would explore the technical and business implement questions resolving around a United States central bank digital currency. The organization noted that the initial participants in the sandbox included crypto firm Ripple, as well as a banking solution firm, MTech. So MTech has partners to Hedera and Ripple is obviously connected to XRP. So the program aims to give the federal government a clearer understanding of how potential central bank digital currencies will be rolled out. This includes the potential implications to retail and wholesale, as well as international use cases for cross-border payments. It appears that cross-border payments are going to be the center of attention over these next few years, as XRP will be taking center stage, in my opinion, focusing on the relationship between continents. We are going to see United States central bank digital currency launched. What are some of the things that you guys are looking for? Let's start off with Johnny Crypto. We'll go right to this MTech connection because this is what I bring to our listeners, right? MTech is creating a central bank digital currency solution, and they're doing it with two specific partners. One is Microsoft. Number two is Hedera Hashgraph. This project, well, it's called Project New Dawn, so there's a lot of speculation about the world implementations of this. But Johnny, I want to kick it to you. How do you feel about all these connections specifically to Hedera and Ripple? Well, you know, so first off, I think you're going to see a lot of news and a lot of you're starting to hear all over the place of companies trying to get involved in creating uh, a CBDC. Right. I think we just talked about the DDP yesterday, uh, the digital dollar project. Right. All these companies are trying to get and say, hey, look at me, look at my technology. Here's what I can do. And we know that um, it's probably going to start with a lot of the the cryptocurrencies and technologies that have the ISO 2022 um, compliance. And I know HBAR is working to get there, but I'm not surprised. We know that HBAR has an extremely uh, highly efficient technology transaction speeds. that I think I've seen are even faster than XRP. So it really, it doesn't surprise me. This is another one that's in my bags. I don't care. They're all in my bags. Right? So you got to have these horses in the race so that um, you can uh, make sure you capitalize on when these because here's what's going to happen. Here's how technology works, guys. It's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. There's going to be a bunch of these different things. You're going to hear all these great technologies. You're going to hear all these great companies working to do it. But guess what? They're not all going to win. They're not all going to make it. Um, happened with Bluetooth. There were all these different ideas. And then, and I remember Bluetooth was just one of them. 
There were all these other different wireless technologies that were out being thrown out. And then somehow we all kind of aligned on, okay, Bluetooth is going to be the one for, for different reasons. That's going to happen here as well, Abs. So we'll see which one wins. But for now, I got them in my bags. I love HBAR. Everybody's talking about how XRP is going to be utilized as the liquidity between central bank digital currencies. But who knew that HBAR would be involved in that same conversation? The technical sandbox program is set to begin this October with cross-border payments being the initial focus for early participants. The program is set to be released in two separate phases. First phase will be the educational phase. Number two will be the pilot phase. The Digital Dollar Project is partnered with a nonprofit organization, the Digital Dollar Foundation, and both of them are partnered with Accenture. Let's break down why that's so important. So Accenture is actually partnered with Ripple, but they are also partnered with the Bank of England. So we are seeing so many connections, not only when it comes to Ripple and Swift, but we're talking about central bank digital currencies, having this global web of finance. Billy, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on not only a Accenture connection, but what do you think about Ripple being the liquidity between central bank digital currencies? Bro, even if you, like Johnny was saying, even if you don't understand what some of these cryptos do and the technology and the utility behind them, if you just look at who they're partnering with and connect the dots, you just follow that. And that's going to tell you everything that you need to know about what's going on. So what what really kills me about some of this stuff is they talk about uh, the Fed did a thing back in January trying to get people's opinion of CBDCs. The Fed has never gave a shit what we think about anything that's coming down the road. So all this is, is to get you um, programmed to be comfortable with CBDCs. The shit's already here. They're just putting it in place for us now. So like I said, even if you don't understand the utility behind things, understand who's partnering with who and everybody in their mama is partnering with Ripple across the board in the middle of an SEC lawsuit that's never been seen before. That I mean, if you just connect all the dots, it tells you where you need to go. It's just like Johnny said, look at the partnerships, look who's doing what. I don't like CBDCs. I think it's going to be a lot of bullshit in the future that could affect us. But understanding what's coming and what's here and knowing how to invest in that and, and get yourself in line with that. Johnny Crypto, they're partnered with the Digital Pound Foundation. Ripple's also partnered with the Bank of England to create a payments network. We're seeing everything come to fruition, and we're going to go over these next couple of years. What are some of the things that you're watching, Johnny, and how do you feel about these mainstream partnerships? We know Rosie Rios is on the board of directors. We've got Michael Barr, who works at the Federal Reserve, also working at the advisor board for Ripple. What are some of the things that you're watching, Johnny? Yeah, I know there was a lot of talk. You guys touched this briefly yesterday, and I know there was talk about – you know, not liking the idea that CBD, you know, CBDs are coming. The reality is CBDs are coming. doesn't matter, right? So forget that. Take that whole argument of, you know, the whole thing. Of, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Because it doesn't freaking matter. They're coming and we ain't doing a damn thing to stop it. So what do you do? What's the next, next best thing? You put yourself in a position to benefit or gain off of that situation. And that's why, to me, this is great news. And hearing that. The DDP, Digital Dollar Project, is actually trying to work with Ripple, who has the technology designed. It's freaking designed to be a CBDC bankrupt. That's what it's designed to do, right? I'd be pissed off if companies that are going out there and examining the idea of creating the CBDC and not talking to Ripple would be like, that's freaking stupid. Why would you do that? That's like, okay, so these guys, you know, that's like, so let's say you pick in the industry, like uh, somebody that makes dough. That's what they do for a living. And then you don't go to that company who knows how to make dough the best. That's freaking stupid. You go to the experts. So to me, I'm happy to see that they're part of it. Accenture, I know they're huge 
and to be partnered with them. And, you know, I think, again, you're going to see this whole kind of system coming together. By the way, shout out to our man, Mario. I know he uh, is in the background working his tail off as best he can, but we know we're out there. We love you, Mario. And Gonzo, you too. I don't want Gonzo thinking I don't love him either. So shout out to both of you guys. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Abs, this is great, exciting news that Ripple's name is finally being talked about in these things again. Because I'll be honest with you, my own personal opinion, it feels like we haven't heard a lot about Ripple being included in a lot of stuff here lately because we know the lawsuit's been holding companies back from working with them. And now to start to see their name kind of come up again, it's good. That's actually a very good thing. For me, it's promising. That's what I want. I personally, that's what I want to be hearing and seeing is that experts are going, hey, we need to pull Ripple in here. Yeah, no shit. They got the best technology out there. Let's do that. That's a good thing. Yes, and we're actually going to tie in some Hedera Hashgraph news as well because that MTech partnership was something that stuck out to me. They are creating a project called Project New Dom, which is going to be a CBDC solution making the world interoperable. All of these currencies are going to be able to communicate with one another, and the currency that they are working on building on is Hedera Hashgraph. So when we dive into Hedera Hashgraph even more, we look at their governing council and we find many prominent names, Google, IBM, and Boeing are on this list, but we know that Microsoft has ties to Hedera as well. I want to kick it back to Billy here. Billy, what does this governing council mean to you and the fact that Google has continually been connected to Hedera Hashgraph? Bro, look at all these names. Have you seen any of these names fail? I haven't. No. Like, why would you not partner? That just, that tells you they have the backing that they need to to scale to what they need, need it for. And look at all the industries that they're touching in there. That it goes back to partnerships, bro. Like none of these companies have failed. You think they're going to partner with someone that's going to fail? That's not how this shit works, bro. They don't partner with losers, man. They only partner with winners and they pick the ones that are going to win. And they introduce them to us and said, here, you are the fucking one. And here it is. Like those companies don't fail, bro. Beautiful place to end it, Billy. And we're about to dive into a video showing our listeners a blockchain that is not only set to succeed, but has larger goals than taking over Swift. But before we dive into that, we got 169 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Warriors, smash that like button. We're going to let this short clip play. Talking about the real world utility of XRP and the fact that their goals, well, they're much larger than the current banking system. But we're going to let this short clip play and get some comments from the group. Here we go. I mean, what is the next move, you know, on Ripple's roadmap, in your opinion? <laughs> to put you on the spot so, so you know it's very simple so i think one thing if there is one message that you can get in this room is ripple is not an ordinary company we are not here to make us have a small market share or do x do y and make small amount of money or something to happen we are here to make a dent in the universe either we will change the remittance un- universe the way you understand the way value gets transferred across the world between people between institutions or we will just fade away. So it's almost zero or one. And some of it comes from our Silicon Valley arrogance. Some of it comes from, yeah, that's the reason six years ago, we were born with the mission of moving money like information moves today, right? Boom, that's a perfect place to end. Not only are they changing the way our financial system works, they are creating the they are creating what the internet did for information. Ripple is doing that for financial liquidity. I want to start off with Johnny K. They said something that stuck out to me and it really got me excited. They said they're here to make a dent in the universe. What does that mean to you, Johnny? Well, I don't like the other part where he says we're either going to make it or we're not going to make it. There's no middle ground in the middle here, but there's no question about it. These guys have set out, they had a vision. They saw a, you know, you know me, I love this. When you find a problem, you bring it, it's, we call it an unmet need, and then you solve it, right? And that's what Ripple's done. They found, they saw a big problem. 
And a big problem here where the banking system takes a long time and a lot of lag to transfer to settle money. Nobody knows how it works. We're all ignorant to it because we have a debit card. We swipe it and we think the money's there. It's not. It doesn't work that way. It takes three days for everything to settle, right? And in those settlement periods, a bunch of banking transactions and things are happening that are inefficient and costly. Ripple solves all that shit. Three seconds done. Problem. Boom. Problem solved, right? That's why their solution is so crucial. And for me, it's just mind-boggling why every single bank hasn't adopted it yet. I just don't know what the holdback is. And now I'm, I'm questioning, okay, is it the lawsuit? Ah, maybe. Or is it just that it is happening? It's just very, very slow progress. You know, but I'd love to see them. I think they're going to make a big dent in the world. And I think that's what all of us XRP holders are sitting here and, and hoping for. And, and, that, and you see it. They're spreading themselves, planting their seeds globally, which is great. I just want to personally see more growth in the U.S. Because at the bottom line, uh, uh, you know, thankfully at this point, we still are the world leaders. And I'd like to see more activity happening here. So uh, it's exciting news. And he, he's spot on. They will make a dent, I think. Awesome. And we're going to kick it to Billy. But first off, we get 183 live listeners joining us on this Friday. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are showing you another update from Ripple talking about how RippleNet is set to speak at the Swell Banking Conference this year. This is going to be massive news as Citibank is also involved, but they're going to be focused on creating a sustainable ODL corridor for European nations. Billy, another sign that XRP is the chosen currency. How do you feel about that? Hey, there's a couple of things. Uh, it's kind of like what Johnny was saying. I do want to see news about Ripple and XRP. It gets me excited. But the other thing about that is there's always a calm before the storm. So before, you know, things start bubbling, before it starts really happening, it pops off. Um, it, one of the things that gets me excited about Ripple is when you hear them talk, man, they are not playing. Like, they're here to take over the game. They've been pretty clear about it. They want to take over the entire game. And when you're investing in someone or you're, you know, putting your hard earned money into someone, that's the shit that I want to hear someone talk about. Like, tell me what your vision is. Tell me what you're here to do. And then the other thing I like about that, you know, I know it might turn some people off, but I want to know that you're all in either we're doing this or we ain't doing this. Like I want to know your vision. We're all in. And anyone that's willing to go to war with the SEC and put that right to them, bro, I can ride with you all day. Like, I will hold my bags until the end because you have clearly stated what you wanted to do and you haven't wavered from that. That shows me credibility and stability. So they've been on message and on point with everything they've said. They've stood behind everything they've done. Granted, I don't want to go to a one world economy and all that. But like Johnny said multiple times, it's here. There's nothing we're going to do about it. So we need to get in line and, and put ourselves in the best place that we can to to monetarily and have money moving forward. So when this happens, we are taken care of. But this is who I want to hitch my 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 bags to, man. People that are that are willing to get down in the trenches and go to war and say, no, mess, screw all this. This is what I'm doing. I'm here for you guys. We're going to change the world. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear BS. I don't want to hear fluff. Tell me what it is that we're doing as a company. And that's that's what it is, bro. And the most important question is this one right here. Mr. Wright asked, what's the difference between FedNow and FedWire? FedNow is only for domestic payments. That's going to be for people who both live in America transferring money to each other. Whereas with FedNow, or sorry, with FedWire, you're going to be transferring money to other countries, cross-border payments. And that's when we should see XRP get some real use case implementation. I want to kick it to NFT Tones really quickly. NFT Tones, we see that XRP is going to be speaking at the Swell Banking Conference. And the rumor is that Sweden to Thailand is going to be the latest corridor to be using XRP. What does that mean? What does that news mean to you, my friend? 
I feel like that's huge because it shows that there's massive XRP adoption in other countries. And I feel like it's showing that XRP is huge. And it's only a matter of time before it gets more and more out there and more people are seeing the actual use cases XRP provides. And I think it will provide massive adoption for it. Thank you, NFT Tones. And we're all anticipating the same thing. More mass adoption for XRP. We're about to dive into some Ethereum content. You know what to do. Smash that like button because we're showing you how Ethereum founder Vitalik Buterin says he knew the bull market would end and he convinced the Ethereum Foundation to sell the top of the bull market. So Ethereum's Vitalik Buterin claims that he knew the cryptocurrency bull market would eventually come to an end. Many people thought that high prices were the new normal, but Buterin knew that the bubble would eventually pop. Buterin claims that the previous bull market was overextended since last year it lasted for roughly a year and a half. He noted that the crypto bubble typically lasts for only nine months. The Canadian programmer has also dismissed the severity of the most recent correction, chalking it up to cycle dynamics. Now, low crypto prices are not indicative of any fundamental flaws, but instead, flaws within the cryptocurrency market are just a great buying opportunity to accumulate the projects that you understand. I want to show our listeners a really important video before I kick it around the group because Vitalik actually did an interview recently and was bragging about how he knew not only that the Ethereum profit was unsustainable, but that they knew they should be taking profits on their bag. So we're going to let this short clip play and get some comments from the group. Here we go. Yeah, and that was... uh proven very right uh, fairly quickly and but you didn't short it did you so the i mean, i did can get and uh, get the ethereum foundation to sell about uh, seventy thousand eth like basically at the top and that's doubled our runway now so and it was one good decision that had a lot and that had a lot of impacts but well isn't that a good decision johnny crypto a good decision with a lot of impact i wonder what could have led vitalik to believe that they were at the top and that the crypto profits were unsustainable but i want to hear some of your thoughts what does vitalik know that we don't and how was he able to sell the top stating crypto bubble was due to pop you know, first of all, you want to talk about rat snake weasels. This guy is definitely at the top of the list as well. He's a rat snake weasel. And to be honest with you, every time I look at him, I got to be honest. And, you know, it, it, it just, if Skeletor had a child, you know, he, that's what he would look like. That, I feel like this is Skeletor's kid right here. Look at that. Look at that chin line and that joint. just looks like Skeletor Jr. But, uh, you know, he's just a rat snake weasel um, doing, you know, dumping on people. That's what he did. He pumped everybody up, had everything going, and then he just dumped on us. You know, that's just what they do. And, you know, and obviously he had to have some kind of information on the inside and, uh, nothing's going to happen about it. He's just, he sold the top and, you know, it's kind of like what we always say here. You need to be doing what these guys do, not what they say. That's really just how this thing, this game works. Um, and 70,000 ETH, that's a lot of ETH, right? That's a real lot of ETH. So when you start seeing that, those kind of sales happening, you got to know that the top is near. Um, I'm not surprised. That's This is what rat snake weasels do. They dump on you. Billy, I'm coming to you next because I want to hear some of your thoughts, not only on what Vitalik did, but check out this picture we found on Twitter. Vitalik Buterin taking a picture next to a developer who's wearing a Ripple XRP shirt, also known as a shitcoin from Vitalik Buterin. So what are some of your thoughts, Billy, and how do you feel about this picture here? That's interesting. I don't I won't put too much into it because we have to look at the whole context. They could have just been meeting somewhere. So I don't know the whole context of that. Uh, as far as, so I have mixed feelings, man. I mean, when you own a company, your job is to make money. The fact that we weren't educated enough at the time to be watching his wallets uh, yeah. and to see what he's doing. Now people are watching his wallets. We've been educated. It, only, it doesn't take that many times to learn, especially when it hurts. But we got to realize as investors, everything that goes up must come down at some point. There is a top. 
Um, I agree with John. He knew something somewhere to get his his people to, to dump off 70,000. But to think that seven, set, selling off 70,000 ETH is not going to affect the market that big is just lying, just flat out lying. That is so much liquidity. You guys can just do the math. Ethereum was about $5,000 at its peak. They sold 70,000 tokens. So I'll do the math behind the scenes, but that is a very, very large number. One of our listeners, Bobby Townsend, said, please play the video of Vitalik and the developers dancing and rapping on stage. We're going to pass and not allow that type of content on our channel. But NFT Tones, I want to kick it to you, my friend. What are some of your thoughts on the Ethereum merge that's coming this September? And how do you feel about Vitalik selling the top and profiting at the perfect time? Yo, it just goes to show you that he is definitely an RSW, Rat Snake Weasel, and it shows you that he most likely had inside information. Now, who knows where it came from, but uh, if he's claiming that the bubble is going to burst, and I mean, it, it's kind of hard to tell. Now, it, it, the only way for him to actually predict this accurately is if he had some kind of information, and I, to me, I think he did, and I I feel like this hurt the market more than helped it. And I I think that he, now that people know to be watching his wallet, everybody is going to be paying attention to him and other bigger guys. Yes, thank you, NFT Tones. And we've got so much more news to get into today. I am really excited about this next story because one of the things that we've been talking about is all the new use cases coming to the XRPL. And that's exactly what we're going to focus on here as Ripple engineers unveil the new integration of XRPL sidechains this is going to be massive for smart contract implementation, and this is one of the things that we're going to be watching going forward. So XRPL sidechains, which bring new use cases to the ledger, are set to undergo a major design change under this new proposal. And it was re so Ripple X has revamped the design of XRPL ledger sidechains. Ripple CTO David Schwartz introduced the concept of federated sidechains last year, a feature that would allow XRPL to compete with Ethereum by implementing smart contracts. They can also unlock more tokenization capabilities, and we know the world is going tokenized. So the new proposal intends to replace the federator with a witness, thus offering more simplicity, and this would allow different services to act independently instead of relying on one shared entity. The proposal would also make it easier for developers to test the new features and fix vulnerabilities due to the simplicity of the witness server. The witness would have to watch transaction and attest that they move to the specifically designated accounts very simple process here, but it's going to make payments not only more efficient, but much simpler for developers. Billy, what are some of your thoughts on this XRPL development and the fact that smart contracts, they're about to go mainstream on XRP? This is huge. I love how they're getting into this space. It's just going to make them uh, more of a utility, uh, all in one shot. You know, if you can go to, to XRP and be able to do multiple things without going somewhere else. It's, it just opens up more of a utility. So this is more bullish news. This is, uh, I, I just love XRP, man. It's me too. And we got Flare Network launching next month, but X, but NFT tones, NFTs are coming to the XRPL and now smart contracts are. Do you think that we could have a massive price boom in the coming months, regardless of the SEC lawsuit, just because of all the new use cases coming to the XRPL? I don't know. It's hard to say because we are in a bear market. And even with a lot of news coming out, it doesn't tend to affect coins as much if we were in a bull market. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Now, I'm very excited for everything that's coming to XRP, and I think it's going to be really, I think XRP is going to take the world over by storm. I, I feel like with the side chains, it's huge. Avalanche has some uh, sort of side chains, um, and it how games and other networks are using it is very interesting because they're making side chains for their games specifically and using those coins that you get in-game as gas fees. 
So it could tremendously help an ecosystem, and it will be interesting to see what XRP does. Johnny Crypto, tell me what this news means to you. I'm sure you've got some thoughts, but the fact that David Schwartz introduced this concept and is now improving it at the same time Flare Networks is set to go live, does that mean anything to you? You know, I think it feels to me that they're looking for ways to continue to expand their ecosystem and grow it, you know, into outside of just a cross-border payment system, which I think is an extremely smart thing to do. You heard the man, you know, from Ripple say just earlier in the video today uh, that they want to create a dent in the world, right? And you, how do you do that? Well, you do it in multiple areas. And so it, it's no surprise to me. It, it, the only thing it makes me think is I wonder if Ripple first set out to say, hey, we're going to rule the world on their CBDCs. And then they figured later, you know, hey, you know what? There's other areas to play outside of that. Why not go get all of that as well? I think it's brilliant. It's smart. They have a lot of connections. So I de certainly think that Ripple, the company, is something I want to own. And you can own that through Link2 if you're an accredited investor today. Eventually, non-accredited investors are going to be able to buy that as well. So I think Ripple is going to be one of the big time players in the future the company itself, and then having XRP, which, by the way, if you own XRP, you do not own Ripple. XRP, the cryptocurrency, I think will also have a place to play in the world as well. So I like them both. I think this is good news for both. Johnny, I got to rebuttal you there because you made that comment a couple of weeks ago. And one of our listeners commented, Johnny's more bullish on the Ripple shares than the actual XRP product. I want to reiterate, Johnny, typically he does say some bearish things about XRP, commenting about how RippleNet may not use XRP. There's other currencies that are compatible. But Johnny Crypto, clear the air here. What are some of your overall sentiment on XRP? And why do you continue to remain slightly bearish regardless of all this positive news? You know, one of the things that, that I look for is when, when you look at the the government and the players, if, if it's supposed to be the the main central bank rails, let's say for the Fedwire, then we should start we should start hearing news about that. We should start hearing things leak out on the sides, things like that. And instead, you know, you're not you're not seeing a lot of that activity, the things behind the scenes that um or at least I'm not anyway, seeing things that 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 make you say, Okay, yeah, that makes sense. These things should be happening back there. Um, and some of the connections between some of the key banking players um, seem to have their own things going on rather than partnering with Ripple. So, so, so those are some of the things that, again, I'm bullish. I, just for the record, I'm very bullish on XRP. I, my bags are, are packed with them. Um, all I'm saying is I'm just a bit, you know, I never try to get over excited or get my hopes too high on anything because I've lived long enough to know that when you get your hopes too high on something, Guess what? Then when it if it doesn't happen, you crash. So I just try to be very, you know, calm about it. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay. I got a bunch of horses in this race and I just need a few of them to win. And I think that's where we're all trying to do here is figure out what horses do we want to put in this race or bet on in this race to make sure they're there. So and Ripple is definitely one of the horses I'm betting on. And XRP is one of the horses I'm betting on. Both of them. I love them both. Thank you, Johnny. And we're showing our listeners a list of over 300 companies that are partnered with Ripple. We went to www.ripple.com matchmaking slash organizations and found all of these connections. But before we dive into that, I want to show our listeners a very unique product that got the Johnny Crypto stamp of approval as an exit strategy in a way to execute and exit in this market as the best way possible. So have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, you're not alone. And it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker created by Johnny Crypto himself called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. First, it brings all your coins into one place from many exchanges and wallets so you can simply see all your assets across one screen. Next, 
You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the powers back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin's smart algorithm lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. So go to at GetMerlinCrypto on Twitter. That's at GetMerlinCrypto and sign up for our 30-day free trial to get whitelisted so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't wait and miss out on this new and innovative app. Sign up today to get on the Merlin whitelist. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. And if you're looking for that link, it is directly listed down below. Johnny Crypto, it got the Johnny Crypto stamp of approval. I always make that joke. I love the product, Johnny. I got to say, why don't you tell our listeners a couple of unique features about Merlin? Then we'll dive into this list of XRP partners. I think the most important thing when you play in the space that we've been talking about, and if you've been here in a year or two, you saw these markets pump up. And then Jackie, and then markets come down, right? And so what happened is I got burned in it my first year, and I watched my account go all the way up and all the way down. I didn't exit. And, you know, I joined the academy, and we talked about exit strategies. And I think what's important is that everybody have an exit strategy. What's unique about Merlin is you can create one. The app will have some tools to help you create one if you don't know how to create one. Or more importantly, if you, if you sign up with the app through your favorite influencer, You'll be able to have access to your favorite influencer's exit plan. That's what's really unique about it. Um, and um, and I think that's that's something exciting about it. So uh, we're excited. It'll be launching this fall. But right now, click on the link below in the video, and you can sign up for a free 30-day uh, free notice trial. When we're ready to launch it, you'll get that notice, and you get 30 days to try it. So give it out. Give it a try, and let us know what you think. Awesome. And I love the product, Johnny Crypto. I can speak firsthand use. Very, very impressed. So anybody looking to check it out, go check the link down below and sign up. Totally free for the first 30 days. So you got nothing to lose. But let's dive into this list of Ripple partners as there is over 380 organizations around the world as of 2018 that had partnered with Ripple to create a better system for on-demand liquidity payments. One of the things that people always talk about is why isn't Ripple more mainstream? Well, If you do the deep diving, it is pretty mainstream. These partnerships are out there. I don't want to dive too much into the list because I just don't think it'd be worth our time. But uh, Billy, I want to start with you. What do you think about all of these hundreds and hundreds of global partnerships creating an ODL system around Ripple? Uh, I think it's a great start. We need a lot more, though, in order to take over the market because there's a lot more to go. But it's definitely a good start that all these, I mean, you've gotten all these under an investigation going on when all, all the BS is going on. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not necessary to go into all of them. It is good to know who they are, but there's a lot more coming. I mean, we have to, but to have these under the conditions that we have them in says a lot. Um, and to have the ripple players in place in the federal government that we have says a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of great indications there, but I'm, I'm with Johnny. I just need it all to connect together and let all the dots finally connect. Um, but I'm in it for the long call. Um, I'm, I'm very bullish on XRP. I'm very bullish on Ripple, of course. I don't own any Ripple yet. Hopefully, I can get mine by, by November. Uh, so I'm looking at getting to that. But, I mean, just look at this partnerships, bro. That's, that's a lot. And it's got to start somewhere. People have to understand that. It has to start somewhere. This is the beginning of it. Is XRP going to be the one? I don't know. I'm hooking my bags or a substantial amount to XRP because of all the indications that's going on. Like Johnny said, head your bed across the board get into a little bit of everything, and you're safe. And if you don't know where to start, I would personally start, not financial advice, but ISO 20, you know, 22 coins. That's going to be your safest entry point. Dollar cost average in there and let it ride. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good point there, Billy. And, you know, looking at where do you start, has some basics. You know, and I just want to give a shout out to Love Stonks um, because the reality is there's a lot of 
educators, influencers out there that will pump you up and tell you everything you want to hear. We're not going to do that here on this show. We're going to tell you what we feel, right? What we think. And, and yes, you know, we're, 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 you know, gung ho on some of these, but even so we're still reserved or I am in right. So you're going to get the truth from us here. That's what's great about our show. And that's what we love about you guys. Cause you guys understand that. And we love that you come every day. So just a shout out to all you warriors out there for, for being supportive of the show. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, Johnny. Did you have any comments on the article? I do want to get some of your thoughts about, there are a couple of names that stick out to me here. American express is on this list. iPay is on this list. And we know that iPay is working with organizations such as Google Apple and Microsoft, so the biggest tech companies on the planet. What does that mean to you, Rado? I I think that this is you know huge news in terms of this is what I was talking about. Ripple is out there and they're being sued by the SEC, and yet they're kicking their ass. You know they're they're working hardcore to bring all these banks online and all these payment processors, right? Which is the way to do it. You go through the payment processor to get hooked up and tie their systems into these things. What's interesting is the bank that's not on this list. You know who's one of the biggest? Bank of America. You know, they're one of the bigger players, and we know they own some patents, and they're partnered with Ripple. So, again, there's some – don't get me wrong. There's great news about Ripple, the company. In, Johnny, in, in if fact. I could just jump in really quickly. I wish you had brought that up before the show because I could pull up an article right now. It's going to take me a little bit to find. There are connections between Ripple XRP and Bank of America. So, yes. I'll hold – just remind me of that this weekend, and on Monday we can dive into that. There's big connection. A coach found it a long time ago and talked about it. And that's really what got me excited. We know who owns Bank of America, right? So one of the smartest investment men in the world, Warren Buffett, owns Bank of America. Bank of America has a really good connection. We'll bring that up next week and we'll hop into that. But that is really, really another reason why, like I said earlier, you look at the relationship. What do I always say on the show? What do I tell you guys in person, in private, right? It's not what you know. It's who you know. That's just how the world freaking works. And these guys are all friends and they all know each other and they're all partnering and they're all working together behind the scenes to build a system that's efficient and profitable. Everybody's trying to make money. That's all it is at the end of the day. Everybody's trying to survive. Everybody's trying to put food on the table. And that's what's happening here. That's what we see happen. And um, and so for me, um, again, I have high, high expectations for ripple but i'm also trying to keep them quell and calm because if it doesn't happen okay well that's all right we've got some other bets happening too and that's awesome, just how we're proceeding awesome and we only have a couple of minutes left here but we have one final story and of course it is xrp related as ripple holders attorney john deaton reveals how much hinman was paid by an ethereum reliance member so this is very interesting because we talked about how william hinman gave the market guidance and specifically stated that ethereum was not a security. Well, there was a reason behind that, and it's the fact that Hinman received over $9 million from Simpson Thatcher, who was a partner of the Ethereum Enterprise Alliance. So during 2017, when William Hinman gave guidance to the crypto market, stating that Ethereum and Bitcoin were commodities and not securities, it turns out that he was paid $9 million by an Ethereum Alliance member directly before that speech. Billy, I want to start with you. What does that mean to you, my friend? Uh, I mean, just real, this is it's finally... All this is is proof of what we've already known has happened over the years. There's not, honestly, I don't think there's a government official in place that hasn't taken a bribe of some kind, but nothing moves. Just like Johnny said, nothing moves uh, in the SEC or in the alphabet community at all without relationships, without money being involved. Uh, laws don't get passed without some palms getting greased, bro. Like you got to pay taxes in order to get what it is you want. Why do you think lobbyists uh, are so... 
well known and laws are made up? Why do you think they have funding set aside in corporations and businesses for lobbyists alone just to go pay people and politicians in order to do this? So it's just it's everything that we've known to be true. And that's one of the cool things about blockchain is you can't hide this money anymore. Like when it happens now, you're going to see it instantaneously. Uh, so it's, it's the good and the bad of everything. It's going to expose all the dark and the light, but yet we're going to have to sacrifice some of our freedoms in order to be able to see that darkness. But this is this is absolutely what's been going on forever, ever. Democratic, Republican, I don't care, bro. If you're a politician over there, you, it's, it's, there's, there's, it's a wrap. They're all bought and paid for. And this is how they've done it. And now they can't get away with it anymore. That's right. The sides don't matter. Red, blue, white, whatever team you're on, doesn't matter. The world works in a certain way, and it's about donations and lobbyists. And, and no no politician is going to argue that. They understand. We all understand how the system works. But what, what I find interesting about this article, Abs, is I'm sitting there going, damn. All Ripple had to do was just pay Hidden $7.8 million, and we would, and they would have got sued and said it would have been Ethereum. <laughs> Brad, yo, Brad, Brad, if you're listening to this show, someday you will. Why didn't you just give Hidden the $8 million? Jesus Christ, that we wouldn't be in this mess whatsoever. That's that's what this article tells. And you know what? And you think that you think about it in the relationship aspect. Just go back to that. It's like, just think about it in life when you're in school or if you're within a job. How many people you know who put the work in, work hard, are really good for the position, get the job when they get elevated versus someone who's made a relationship with the leadership and then they get elevated? It's not always about who can do the best work, who has the best performance. It's about who knows who to get elevated within those relationships. It's not pretty. It's not fair, but it is what it is. And that's how the world works. So if we understand that and we're real with ourselves. Watch who's partnering with who, bro. It's going to tell you the roadmap. A hundred percent. There's a couple of details I want our listeners to understand. So in 2017, Hinman received $7.8 million in profit sharing and another $1.8 million the following year from Simpson and Thatcher, who is a member of the Ethereum Alliance. So the funds paid to Hinman in profit sharing promoted the agency's ethics office to bar him from meeting with Simpson and Thatcher while he was at the SEC. The decision was made to prevent the high-ranking SEC official from having a conflict of interest while at the agency. Receiving any form of payment from the company could prompt Hinman to work in the law firm's favor, and Hinman received $9 million from that law firm. He went on to promote the Ethereum Alliance. I want to give NFT Tones a chance to close it out here. NFT Tones, when is this going to come to fruition? When are people going to be held accountable? What are you watching for, my friend? It's hard to say when it's going to come to fruition. It could be in the next year. It could be in the next two years. But it, it, it's very, very interesting to see that this has been going on as H2H said before, it's been going on for God knows how long, and it will still keep going on, but now there's light on it, and that's what's important. Now we can see the stuff that's happening in the background. Did you just call him H2H? Yeah. Yeah, H2H. Yo, that's a, yo, Billy, that's your new wrestling name. You're like Double H. Instead of Triple H, we got Double H. <laughs> oh, you're on mute. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. H squared. H-squared, baby. Here we go. H-squared. Awesome, guys. And we're going to close this thing out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to NFT Tones. Thank you to Billy. And thank you to Johnny Crypto. Another amazing episode and a great week. We have 164 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are going to see you guys in about 72 hours. It's like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get shit together, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Jordan Heary, next week on Wednesday. Yeah.